My mum always said life was like a box of chocolates. I am Iron Man. I see dead people. May the force be with you. To infinity and beyond! I will not die sober! The mother boxes will be found and united. No protectors here. No lanterns. No Kryptonium. This world will fall. Like all the others. For Darkseid. For Darkseid. Hey guys, this is Pop Horror Review, the movie podcast. I am Matt, along with Jimmy and Kelly. Hi. Hi. If uh, you couldn't tell by the clip, we were talking about, it's finally here. After four almost four years, Zack Snyder's Justice League on HBO Max. I mean, you're wondering probably why we're doing it a week later. Uh, we wanted to make sure everyone had time to watch it. We know it's a long movie, so um, we hope you watched it or at least part of it before you listened to us. So thank you for listening to us. Um, if you haven't watched it, why haven't you watched it? It's good. Go watch it. Listen to us and then go watch it. Uh, the summary is, to ensure Superman's sacrifice was not in vain, Bruce Wayne and Diana Prince plan to recruit a team of metahumans to protect the world from an approaching threat. Once united, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Cyborg, and The Flash... Maybe too late to save the planet from Steppenwolf, Desaad, and Darkseid. Dot, dot, dot. This is Zack Snyder's Justice League. Did we like it? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I forgot everything else. I'm just really excited to talk about this one because it's like I've been waiting for it. Uh, the Rotten Tomato score is... You've been waiting for it? Well, I'm just saying like I've been... I'm excited. I also, ever since I watched the movie, I've been excited to talk about the movie. So I, I'm... Yeah, anyway. Uh, the Rotten Tomatoes... I almost woke up at 3 a.m. to watch this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I almost did it at 3 a.m. as well, but like I was like, oh, 9 o'clock. Because I, I work overnight, so I was like, N- if I start at like 3, 4, 9 o'clock almost, I, I'll just wait till tomorrow. Um, the Rotten Tomatoes- I, I went to bed too late. <laughs> the Rotten Tomatoes score is 75% for critics, uh, 97 for audiences. And just to put that in perspective, the 2017 version of Rotten Tomatoes score was 40% for critics and 71% for audiences. The drink today is the United. It's tequila, grapefruit. Uh, grapefruit hard seltzer, sorry, um, or grapefruit juice and seltzer and lime juice. Did we did we did we enjoy it? Yes, I love this movie. I mean, it has its problems, but oh my god, like it was a really good movie. To be honest, I'm not gonna even like play around. No, yeah, I I, I was I, I my bar was low just because like I I just didn't know what to expect. You also watched the first one like the night before. Oh, that too. I watched the first one like the night before. Oh god, I was just curious because I wanted to see like. I, I actually kind of wish I didn't because I was I was like you you really can tell the difference and you can tell exactly where things were changed but God it makes it makes things much better this movie um I, I just it's just I was surprised because that was like four hours I'm 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 not sure because I, I also this is controversial for me I don't hate the Justice League the original like it's not my least favorite DC EU it's not great but it's not my least favorite. So I wasn't, I'm not, I'm a kind of controversial in that way. Yeah, but people, you, you never saw the Batman v Superman director's cut. Well, that's because that's my least favorite. I do yeah, not but, want to sit but, through that but again. You, but it's better. I've heard that. That's what I'm saying. Maybe I'll give it a try now that I've seen this. You know, Zack Snyder can actually make a movie without Warner Brothers coming in and being like, no, no, no. Well, that's, that's actually perfect segue, Jimmy, into my, we're going to shotgun some facts now. My number one was in order to keep full control. He actually said, I'm not, don't pay me because I don't want you touching anything about this. If I'm going to do it one last time, I'm going to do it right, which I was like, bravo, bravo, uh, Zack Snyder for being like, you know what? I'll take no pay. Just don't touch my fucking movie. Um, the first one, I mean, the second one I had was actually, this actually happened before in Warner Brothers. Apparently Superman 2 
came out. I mean, someone uh, they made Superman mm-hmm. two, and then under like I, it was like um, critics didn't like it because someone came in, a new director, the old director mm-hmm. left, a new director came in, made the tone lighter. Oh, are you talking about? Sorry, um, I was like, are you talking about the Superman Richard Donner cut? Well, yeah, I didn't realize that th- this sort of happened bef- like a while, like before with Warner Brothers. Oh I, yeah, I never it happened. And like in almost the exact same thing, like. So like Margaret Kidder came mm-hmm. out, people were coming out and, and it, they changed it to light. And I was like, whoa, this is actually kind of like trippy that like, it's, it's not like almost every detail is very similar. So that was, and then it came out saying the Richard Donner cut. And I was like, okay, okay. Warner brothers, this isn't their first time. Probably won't be their last. Well, yeah, but it's not exactly the same because Superman two is still really good. No, <laughs> it's I- not that it was a shitty cut like justice league what i'm saying is like i didn't realize that like fans ra- like kind of like rally behind to make the to release the cut i didn't realize any of this happened that's what i'm saying i thought this was one of the first like big oh, okay. big like um i know there's director's cuts but i thought this was always like the first like big thing to come out for like release your cut not just like a couple extra scenes like a whole different movie almost so that's why i was i was actually kind of surprised uh my third one is uh the snyder cut has about five minutes total of new shots um, and there were over 2,000 new visual effects added for the four-hour film. Uh, pretty much the new footage was the nightmare sequence. And apparently they shot Batman scenes totally separate, the Joker scenes yeah, totally separate. Um, and hmm. then what? And then Ezra Miller, he actually directed Ezra Miller on the set of Fantastic Beasts through Zoom. Um, where Wait. He directed four Fantastic Beasts? He directed, Ezra Miller was on the set of Fantastic Beasts. Oh, okay. For that sequence, I guess. And he was through Zoom because he couldn't go to London whenever they're filming it. Oh, okay, okay. Um, well, they filmed Fantastic Beasts in London. I know, but Zack Snyder couldn't go to London. Oh, okay, okay. Well, now you got me off all over the place, Jimmy. He wanted to shoot that scene at home, pretty much, uh, at his house, which would have made no sense. But anyway, number, number four. <laughs> the film dethroned Dark Knight Rises as the longest DC movie. Dark Knight Rises was... Two hours and 45 minutes. This is four hours and two minutes. And number five, my last one is Zack Snyder actually cameo. Did anyone catch it? Yes, I did. Later where, on on Twitter. Where was he? He uh, was on Twitter. Amy but. Adams was walking out of the coffee shop. Yes. Because I, I was like, I actually ran around. I was like, is that Zack Snyder? I was like, oh, okay. Because he usually cameos his own. Did you notice the, um, they had a, um, after the Batman picks up the flash, did you notice the suicide prevention bo- uh, billboard? No, I didn't. Yeah. No. It's, it's very big. Wow. As soon as, like, they pull out of the alleyway and they get onto the parkway, there's a giant sign that says, you are not alone, and, like, you know, call blah, blah, blah for suicide prevention help. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. They're in a six fact. Jim. Yeah. Well, actually, I didn't even, I just saw that in my face. I saw, in I your what? I, did, I, I meant to say I saw it with my eyes, but <laughs> I saw it, <laughs> I saw it on my face. <laughs> not just, like, I saw it in the movie. <laughs> well, that was also, like, I mean, like, that's the whole, like, there's a whole hashtag. What is it? For Autumn, for right? Autumn. At the very end of the film, which was yeah. kind of sweet to see. And also, this movie, like, besides, like, actually getting it released, the people who, like, were behind released the Snyder Cut, I think they raised, like, millions of dollars for suicide prevention. Yeah, they did. They that, raised, it, like, 500000 Oh, 500000 I think, in total. They raised, they raised a lot. Oh, hi. Didn't hear you there. This is Amy. And Lexi. And we're coming at you from Confessions of Retail. All the tea. If you're a retail employee like us, then you know that there are some crazy, off-the-wall things that happen in your line of work. Join us every Wednesday while we spill all this hot confessional tea on the line of work known as retail. 
Everything from our own experiences to listener-submitted stories. And let me tell you, there are some crazy things that happen that even we can hardly believe. I know, right? You can find us on any major podcast directory. You can join us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter. And if you have hot tea to spill, you can send it our way to confessionsofretailallthetea at gmail.com. We will see you in the confessional booth. But now here's the thing. Like, are we going to want the air cut for Suicide the, uh, the Suicide Squad movie? Like, are we going to get a Justice no. League 2 from Zack Snyder? Will we consider that we'll continue the Snyderverse? Well, I think Zack Snyder answered one of those questions. He said that this, well, he said this isn't canon. So if they're going multiverse situation, they could finish this with it's him. It's not canon, but I would love to see that little ragtag group of people in the nightmare scene. I know, like that. Even though Matt can't stand one of them. Yeah. Yeah, but. <laughs> well, they said that basically, like, he was just like, Warner Brothers has made it pretty clear to me that there's nowhere else to go with this series. So he's like, they pretty much told me that they want to move on with this. So We did everything in the DC universe. I'm sorry. That's it. We're done. So he's just like, but you never know. So I think he wants to. Obviously he wants to, but like it's really up to Warner Brothers. And I'm probably like one of the minority, but I do not want an air cut of Suicide Squad, to be quite honest. I honestly don't think that his cut could be much different than what we got. Because everything in his original trailer is in the movie. So I'm not sure what else, what other difference we're going to get besides more Joker scenes. I just want more Joker scenes because I actually thought, oh my God, Jared Leto. Jared Leto. I, was, I went to go say Jared, then I was like, Gerard. Gerard. Then I was like, just Jared? Okay, Jared Leto. I liked his Joker. He was creepy. I liked this Joker. It was better than the, the Suicide Squad Joker, but... Well, no, yeah, but that's not the one we would get with the air cut. We would get the yeah. Suicide Squad. But we would, maybe see, we would maybe see the scene where he's got the grenade and his face is like half blown off. Because that wasn't in the original cut. They cut that out. No. Um. The, oh, the only thing with the air cut, it's like, yes, everything is in his original trailer, but that trailer is only two minutes. So, like, there's much more probably Don't to be seen. Don't forget when that movie came out and that first trailer was released and people were like, this looks amazing. Everyone was the uh, Warner Brothers was like, "Oh no, this is not the movie we have." What movie did they think we? Th- oh, they're like, "Oh, it's gonna be like Guardians," and they were like, "Oh no, you people who cut the trailer, you need to re-edit this film to make it like a Guardians." That's exactly what happened. No, and that's the pro- that's the and problem with the like, movie. And then they literally had a ch- people who ma- cut a trailer together, cut an entire film, and it was a mess. But also, uh, yeah, David Ayer was just like, um, what about my film? And they were like, mm, no, sorry. I also want to give David Ayer, if it is that different, I don't know. But if you, if you, I want to give him the chance to show what he wanted to do. Um, but if you had a gun to my head, I'd much rather a sequel to Zack Snyder's Justice League than the Air Cut. But, but I would love both. I don't think one, David the- Ayer hasn't done a, he. I don't think he's done a good job like Zack Snyder, who like constantly was like hosting Easter eggs of like his version of the movie. Like David Ayer is like, yeah, no, um, they changed my movie, but I'm not going to show you guys or tell you guys like really anything. I think they released, he so released like, an enchantress, what she originally looked like or something like that. He, he's but it's been, like the interest isn't that isn't like for me, isn't as high because he's not, he's not doing the same thing that Zack Snyder was doing. No. He like David Ayer, I think started, I think to like, be like, Oh, maybe I should do this once. Like as soon as they like back, when would they Greenland? May? Of 2020? 
It was like right before HBO Max started. Because that's when he really was like actually giving information about the movie. Because I don't think he was like, I think he was trying to be like nice to Warner Brothers and be like, you know what? Let's, I don't, I would like to make more. Because he has so many things. Yeah. I would like to make more movies still. So I don't want to be on your bad side. But then he saw Justice like Zack Snyder was like, I'm going to be nice, but I'm going to be like, this movie's not my movie. And you're going to tell me there's not a cut because there is. So that's why I was like, I, 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 I would like to give it to him just for that, and now he's trying to do it more. It's not going to get the steam I don't think uh, Justice League gave got, but who knows? We'll see. Also, the one thing is, I don't know if we're going to get another Zack Snyder film because Warner Brothers will never work with um, Ray Fisher Ray again. That's true, and and I don't think he'll want to work with them again because of. I think they would probably their their only option is to recast him, and I think everyone would be like completely outraged if they recast yeah, him. I mean, I I mean, they would need to I think fire many of those people for him to come back. And I mean, it wasn't just like oh, like he would come out with something, and then Warner Brothers would make up literally fake film news to like cover up the story. Like when the first came out, they were like like the next day they're like. Oh yeah, Jason Momoa was going to be Frosty the Snowman in our live-action Frosty the Snowman, and everyone was like, "What?" So then the Ray Fisher stuff got like pushed under the rug. Well, I mean, so if they had to fire people, they had to literally fire the head of Warner Brothers, Walter Hamada. Yeah, so like well, that's he's the head of DC. Well, I mean, like they would have had to literally fire in order to, I think, get him back. Have to fire the top, and then em- Emmerich, I think, is the the, the Warner Brothers CEO or something. Mm-hmm. The thing that's the, I think that this is might have been why they didn't want to put this out either, because like after this movie, I want more Ben Affleck as Batman. I want more Henry Cavill as Superman. I want more Jared Leto because they don't really know what they're doing with him either as Joker. I want more Ray Fisher as Cyborg. Like, I'll eat. I want more Joe Mangiello as uh, Jess Stroke. I want more Billy Crudup, and then he's recast. But I'm just like, I, 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 I wanted. I want all these people more, and I know that's not. Hope. I think we might get more Batman Affleck maybe if they can talk him into I, it. I think he'll be back eventually. I think if they have a Batman show, maybe Zack Snyder can like EP that show and then. We'll kind of get it. I wanted the movie he was supposed yeah, to do. Yeah, but it's Ben Affleck willing to do TV is the problem. Yeah, that's the whole thing. But I want yeah, him. Yeah, but if it's if it's like an HBO Max like peacemaker level, show. Yeah, like if it's like a film level, like like a ten episode miniseries, I think he'll do that. I think he's kind of on the precipice, to be honest, because I mean the fact that he's willing to reprise the role in the Flash and that he was willing to film these extra scenes, I feel like he kind of is like. And especially because, like, you know, personally, he's gotten, he he was going through a lot of stuff when he was filming Justice League. I think that he's just kind of, like, I think he's more open to it. And I think now with this, like, positive reaction that he, I, I think they could probably get him to do another movie if they really, like, like pitched it the right way. And they were like, we're going to keep our hands off of it. I also really hope they, I what I would love is um. Because a lot of, like, I think uh, maybe it's Joe Mangiello who keeps saying this stuff, but, like, a lot of his Batman movie stuff's coming out, like, what they were supposed to do. I don't know. I, I, after Justice, after this movie, I, 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 I'm I very close to saying he's my favorite Batman. I, I don't know, because I, I loved him in this movie. I thought he was very he good. Was very good. He's a good Bruce Wayne. He was really good. I don't know if he's my favorite Batman. He's a good Bruce Wayne. He's probably my favorite Bruce Wayne. Okay. I mean, but I'm he's just... definitely in the top three. He's definitely in my top three favorite Batman. But like, I... he really did well. So him directing his own Batman movie, and it was supposed to be like Arkham Asylum. Oh, I was, I just wanted Arkham yeah. because, like, they, I, I think what would have happened because as soon as like the Batman vs Superman came out, I was like, they're doing the Injustice storyline, and then especially with this, I'm like, this is the Injustice storyline. Lois is pregnant and she's dead. Superman is evil, though. The Joker didn't 
kill Lois, I don't think. We don't really know. In this version? Not in this one. Not in the S. No, no, no. It's Dark Side. Uh, I read all the storyboards for Justice League 2 and Justice League 3. Because, like, Zack Snyder apparently has this huge exhibit in Houston, Texas. And it has the entire, his entire storyboard arc for all of the Justice League movies. And explains everything that's going to happen in Justice League 2 and Justice League 3. And I read it and I'm just like... I'm really sad if that we probably won't be able to ever see it. I mean, at least we it got was the, really good. I am very grateful we got this because I think I would have been upset. I mean, I wouldn't have known what it was, but now seeing what it is, I would have been so upset not seeing this because this like this also like is top DC movies like DCEU. So that's why I'm like for me at least like it be, it beats a lot. Of, I mean, it, it be it's like it's like at the top for me, not the top. No, but it's I at agree. The top. I agree, because, like, this is what, like, I wanted from DC the entire time. Dark and gritty, like, this is what sets DC apart from Marvel. Yeah, and it had... Like, it, this movie. It had the comedic... Like, the Flash is, like, the comedic role, and he's... I feel like that he's always been that. He is not yeah. as dark as Wonder Woman and Batman and Superman and Cyborg and Aquaman. Well, Aquaman, I don't really know much, but... Like the flat, and he had funny. Like there was one thing I thought was really funny, and I can't remember. What the hot dog. Well, I like the hot dog, but no, I, I think it was. Um, I think it was in the original one. No, I don't remember. Never mind. Well, no, that's the thing. This one no. didn't. This one didn't force the comedy in. It just kind of let it happen in the script naturally between the characters. Even like they gave Batman a funny line, but it didn't seem weird. Like it didn't. Like you also can tell what Josh Whedon had a lot of like. Like you told, it was like his yeah. style. He likes to focus on like non-characters sometimes, like the whole a Russian family in the original version. Oh my god! Like he did that in like Avenger. Uh, like he's he's done that in like other like Marvel movies. Like um, it worked better with one like Avengers and Avengers two. He did, but like I feel like this like you don't need that. And also like he would have literally like one section by like a like a like a button moment oh. before the scene's over with Batman being funny. And I'm like, it just feels weird that like that's the character you chose to. It would have been fun. It could have been. It could have worked with Aquaman because he's a well, little more funny. They tried the, the when the Flash falls into Wonder Woman's chest, and oh, Gal Gadot God. was just like, "I'm not doing that." Like when the, the actress is like, "I'm not doing that. That's disgusting." You should be like, "Maybe I shouldn't film that scene." But he's like, "Now let's get her stunt done." <laughs> well, look at Josh Whedon now. No, so. but the humor was like the humor was good because it wasn't forced. Like it felt so forced in the original one. Like honestly, like. Even though it's so juvenile, like the scene where Diana and Bruce accidentally like touch hands while touching the mouse, I thought was just hilarious. I don't even know why, because it was so freaking awkward. But like, I actually just read an article probably today about Zack Snyder discussing the difference between a DC movie and a Marvel movie. And like, I actually like agree with it. So he was like, in the Marvel universe, the superheroes are meant to be like relatable like kind of relatable like open to the public and stuff like that he's like that's not where i'm going with dc movies and that's the difference between the tones of dc and marvel in dc they acknowledge that the superheroes are gods among men and that the type of level of like the fighting and and like enemies and stuff is like you're watching gods basically clash with each other it's not an on the ground relatable like type of thing that marvel does where it's like yeah, we're open to the public. Everyone knows who we are. It's like, no, these are gods, and we're watching gods battle. He's like, so he's like, there's a different level of stakes when you compare them. So he's like, 
that's where I, he's like, I view the DC superheroes as gods versus the Marvel. He's like, not that I have anything against them, but it's like, you know, you have Captain America and Iron Man and like, they're all really about the people like kind of being, you know, like, it's like when you watch them, like people like them because it's like, oh, they're relatable maybe one day. And it's like, no, with DC characters, it's like, no, like you can't be Superman. <laughs> Well, that, I think like, I read. You can't. I think I read like a similar article, like because he was saying like he was like he kind of came out and said like Marvel and DC they're both great and like in their own ways like Marvel does like action comedy at like a very high level with heart like it has the heart because of like like a kind of like you can aspire to be that kind of character like you're saying and he said like with, yeah. with DC he wanted to do more like high level of like like an epic level like Marvel does but with myth um mythology. And I thought that this movie, like, one, I heard that before watching the movie, and I was like, watching this movie, it actually made me appreciate this movie more because, like, it really and it, the 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 positive of it being so long is like they were actually really able to flush out and kind of like it was almost like a like a like a book of like all like what really happens in the different realms because they are all gods really. And I remember, I mean, you said something about it, like flesh out the characters. I remember when we first saw the Justice League, you were like, "Why are they doing this now? We've only had." Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, and Wonder Woman. And we hadn't had, but yeah, mm-hmm. but we hadn't had Aquaman. We still don't have a Flash film. We didn't have a side. The Cyborg film was on the books, but it was, I think, it was like a couple years from then. But this one, like, like, it was supposed to come out in twenty twenty. Yeah, so the Cyborg film. Yeah, it was yeah something like this year or last year. But like they had, like you got like we all know Wonder Woman's backstory from Wonder Woman. We all know. Um, Batman's just we know Batman's story. Like you really don't need to tell that movie over and over again. Superman, we got him in Man of Steel because that can kind of change depending on the story you could line. But Cyborg, this was his origin story. You found out what happens to him, and the Flash, you don't. You get little peaks. It's his quote unquote origin. So with Aquaman too. Yeah, but like it's like we're like we're introducing you to these characters. Here's a little backstory to them, but in their film you'll really get their backstory see like personally i i mean like i said this movie is much better now but i still think this grand like this is an infinity war almost story where it's like this huge thing you have this dark side is like one of the biggest dc villains no i know but what i'm saying it's like the scale size of infinity war so i think it would have been like i think it actually would been better if not to have so many more not so many quote-unquote origin stories in this movie because then you could have really I think I would have appreciated it more. I, I still actually, think it's too I soon. Think I, I don't, don't think it's an Infinity War level just yet. I there's, don't think so either. There's still this a lot of characters. Avengers 1 level. Yeah, there's still a lot of characters they could have introduced. Like, we barely got a glimpse of Martian Manhunter. There's no Green Lantern. Like, you know, other than, like, you know, the one that's in there for the three two seconds. that were in there, yeah. Um, I mean, Sam hasn't joined. Yeah, you got Hawk Sam. Girl, Hawk Girl. You got, like, Hawkman. There's uh, a shit ton. Green well, Arrow. <laughs> yeah, Green, Black Canary. Um, what other DC shows are there? No, uh, maybe, and maybe. No, I get what he's saying. The scale. He's like, the scale feels that way. But the thing is, is like, I guess maybe also because, like, Matt, you don't, like, really know DC lore that, like, like that intensely. That might be like, right. Dark Side is the Thanos. Like, Steppenwolf oh, yeah. is, is the, like, this is just, like, level one. And, like, I don't know if this movie had come out instead of what we got in Justice League, then I don't think I would have had a problem with them not having all individual solo movies. Because, again, you have to also realize, like, 
the DC superheroes that are in this movie, everyone pretty much knows who they are versus the Marvel characters, where it was kind of like, eh, like no one really knew anything about Thor. Yeah, like before or like, Iron Man, no one really yeah. knew Iron Man. They knew you knew Captain America, you knew a Hulk. Bit. You knew everyone knew the Hulk, but like yeah, you know, pretty- Black Widow, like. Hawkeye, like no one really knew anything. But DC superheroes, it's like, do you like when their solo movie comes around, you say delve into it? But generally, like everyone knows who the Flash is, they know his superpowers. Everyone knows who Aquaman is, they know his superpowers. Like Cyborg's probably the only one that people don't really know his superpowers. But he still was more out there with like Teen Titans, even though that's not really like the same thing. But it's like yeah, you got level of origin yeah. story in this so that like they kind of gave you what it was like everyone everyone knows batman's origin story it you just you don't have to see a batman film you know his parents are murdered in the alley and that's and he's a rich billionaire playboy and he i i just think it would have benefited maybe i'm not i understand exactly what you're saying and i get that but i think it might would have benefited maybe if it came out after aquaman just because the story I, did I have see, a lot with Aquaman. I can see Aquaman because he's not as well known. Yes, and the story was with the mother box with with all that kind of stuff. Yes, but also at the same time, like, um, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, I agree with the Aquaman. Like, Aquaman probably could have benefited from having a solo movie first, also because the one of the only gripes with that I have, one of the few gripes I have with this movie is the fact that the Aquaman in this movie is so drastically different from what we got in the in his actual solo movie. So I think he probably would have benefited, but generally everyone knows that Aquaman, he can speak to fish and he can go underwater. Like that's pretty much what you need to know in this, like just to know who he is in the movie. So no, yeah. What I was going to say actually before he's he's the butt of every joke. No, (laughs) he was. Well, that was the thing too. I mean, before I, well, let me say this before I forget again, like the thing with like, when I say if they have Aquaman, like if they didn't have to like, like tells so many beginning stories for all these characters. Cause the thing with the, I think it should have been the, the length was appropriate, but I think they could have still trimmed a little fat a little bit because like there would be sometimes in the beginning, just in the beginning where like they would go to someone and then kind of like hit two more like kind of storylines. Like they would go to Aquaman, Flash, Cyborg, Wonder Woman, Batman, and then go to like Lois or something and then come back to Aquaman. And I'd be like, well, what was happening again with Aquaman? I kind of had to like, fast forward really quick be like oh this was happening okay that's the only problem i have with the runtime because like for that reason but second if this would have came up before aquaman aquaman would have been like weird because like it's uh, uh what's her name has a british accent wait did she have a british oh accent in aquaman no okay. or or in jo- no. justice league either. okay thank you because no, she did she did in justice league because i remember when we watched justice league and then we watched aquaman and i don't know who i said it to one of you two and i was just like why was she doing this weird freaking accent in Justice League? And this is before this one came out. And like she was like doing something, and she's like, You're not a defenseless child. And I was like, Why is she doing like this weird accent? Or like, what what's going on? But you could tell like Josh Whedon, I mean, Zack Snyder and James Wan definitely did not discuss too much. No. Well, no. Even though they said they did, there's no way they did because Her- there's so many one they don't talk underwater they talk like dolphins unless they're in that weird air bubble two um she's not a, she's accent. more she's a british accent which i read online that the josh's we the josh's whatever version didn't have it but i don't really remember no it, it does okay. it does it does 100 i don't really remember that part um second a uh, third she's a commander not a princess and both her parents are dead in this version but aquaman they're literally um 
the king isn't her her, her father her dad isn't it. it yeah so i was like yeah if this would have came out before like two years before no a year before aquaman that movie would have been i didn't care for that movie but it would have been even worse than it was now i was a little confused with the aquaman story Nicole Kidman is the mother. Yes. Is the man yes. on, is he the is he the biological father? Or did she was already no. pregnant and had the baby and kind of just left him there after she died? Did she remember. die? No. No, she didn't die. She got banished because she think? had to go back to Atlantis and yes. he banished her to the trench. Okay, okay. So 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 she's not dead, but Mara is so Mara does know who who Nicole Kidman's character is. She said she doesn't. In yeah, this she, yes, it was like I she couldn't remember. She took her in. I thought okay because I thought she was like gone, but no. Okay. I think people thought she was dead because I feel like he was surprised to see her, or at least he thought she was dead. Yeah, I was. I hadn't seen Aquaman in a while, so that's I was a little confused. Yeah, I was trying to like reconnect because I was like, because that's the thing, like you know Aquaman, so like it was almost better to watch it. I like, it was weird because like you've seen all these movies already, but they're saying it's the beginning. It was it was weird in that way, but. I mean, I guess, Kelly, should we get to the way you wanted to talk about this episode? Because we haven't been doing that, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no, I like the what, the way we're doing it, okay. uh, like, character by character. Okay. Because I feel like it's actually a lot easier then, because, you know, then we don't have to do it. But, yeah, like, Aquaman is probably, that out of all the superheroes and all the extension of their stories, his is probably, the, not the worst, but it has, like, the plot holes are just glaring. Yeah when you compare it to a solo movie. So it's just kind of like, okay. But the thing is, is like, I actually enjoyed Aquaman a lot more in this film because it's like, if you think back to the Justice League one, he like didn't do shit in Justice League. Every time he went to go fight someone, he got knocked away in like five seconds. And then he was gone for like the entire fucking battle scene. Yeah, like and he, I like in this one, we actually, yeah, we, we actually got to see he was a badass. Like he quote unquote like, would try to fight. And then like, like you said, get knocked, come back, get knocked. And like wonder, it was always him and wonder woman, like getting knocked back and forth. But I liked, I liked the, like the little thing with wonder woman. And she's like, Oh, he's an Atlantean. You can't trust him. And I was like, Ooh, no, like this setting up for flashpoint. Cause in flashpoint, the Atlantans, the Atlanteans and the Amazons are, are at war with each other, but they got, they were friends. They were, but in 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 Flashpoint, in they Flashpoint, are no, it's yeah. different. They're no, enemies, I and I, I thought that was cool because if that's what they're actually, because I think Gal Gadot is in Flashpoint. I don't know if if Jason Momoa is going to be in it, but I mean they're going with that. They so. said there's not a war though in Flashpoint. I don't think that's like the big thing with Wonder Woman and Aquaman. I'm just telling you what I read. So, yeah, but it's not going to be the Flashpoint that we think it's going to be. It's right. going to be. It's going to be resetting the DCEU to make it fit what they're doing. Oh, I do have pretty a much. Before we move on off of Aquaman, I do have a question. Um, in this version, did when when um when he goes into the water, like uh, Jason Momoa, and like um, Batman's there, and all the townspeople kind of form, do this? Does the town know he's Aquaman? I have a feeling that they know he is Aquaman because then why would they be like, okay, cool, he went into that ice freezing water with no fucking clothes on, bye? Because then they started singing <laughs> that song, so I was like, do they think like they just found like a god or something like that? Hold on. That's I had out for me. I was just like, okay, this is where we could have trimmed the fat a little because <laughs> they sang that song for like a minute, and I was like, is is this over yet? And I was like, this is getting a little long, and I feel compelled to fast forward through it. Oh, Jimmy, yes. <laughs> Jimmy stands up. Before I forget, there's a part when he's like, it's like the very beginning when Batman comes up, and you're really, I don't think you know that Arthur Curry is in the room with them, and. So something about oh this guy who brings you fish during like the drought or like when like the the icebergs are blocking it. I'm like, excuse me, is he bringing his like friends to be murdered to this town? 
because don't she just talks to fish. I'm like, you just like, come on, guys, and that's like, and they just all get murdered. He talks to the water. Boom, you're dead. It's his, like, his enemies. Excuse not, me. It's his enemies, not his friends. It was like the fish. No, he talks to fish. No, but he he gives them his enemies. The fish that hurt his enemies. Which fish are his enemies? I don't know, Nemo. Who I don't knows? know. We're gonna have to have an issue. That, that was like, like the one thing. Like, like he's like, come on, guys. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> And then they just all get caught in nets and they all die. Like, great friend. It's like the, like the Pop Tart commercials when like, the characters always try to lure the Pop Tarts into the freaking toaster That's Come on, guys, come into the net. <laughs> but yeah, but I think that they did, even though Aquaman's completely different, like compared to his solo movie, I think they actually did him really, they did justice to him in this movie because he actually did stuff and wasn't like a complete and utter, like, useless person as compared to like justice league well everyone yeah that was the thing everyone did stuff like i wish i i mean i wish i I just like superman like i like henry campbell superman so i wish he was in it more but he was in it much more in this version but um he yeah i feel like everyone actually did had their moment or had something to do with the the grand scheme of this movie. I mean, I like the scene. We got to see his powers more. That's yes, what I'm saying. Can I just tell you though? Oh, I yeah. kept thinking of the movie Brightburn during this. I was like, oh, yeah, it was a great movie. <laughs> like, what if Superman had been evil as a child? Like, that was just that's a great concept. But um, no, there's a scene <laughs> in the scene with Wonder Woman where you know the the uh, the terrorists are trying to blow up that museum with the school children. Oh wait, hold on. Are we moving on to Wonder Woman now? Yes, because I actually had. Well, really, Jimmy is. I saw something online. It was really funny. Where okay. the little girl was like, "I want to be just like you." And Wonder Woman's like, "She's well, what did she say? She goes, one day you will be if you you know you try hard enough or something." And someone online was like, "Joss saw this and said, nah, fuck that, just cut it." <laughs> because I'm like, why would you cut that? That was great. But I will say, if we're talking about Wonder Woman now, like I will say. I did like her, like, I think, that, I think, I did like the idea what they were trying to go for in the Justice League, where it was, like, she she doesn't want to be, like, out there as, like, a face of, like, the superhero, as, like, as, like, as Wonder Woman, like, everyone knows who she is, and they got rid of that, and I feel like that would have made sense with, with now, with Wonder Woman 1984. Now, don't get me wrong, what they did in this version is much better by giving her kind of, like, a don't let anyone stop you from being who you were born to be. I think that's much better. I'm just saying out of the out of the bad movie that the Justice League was, that was one of the very, 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 very few moments where I was like, oh, okay, I don't mind this storyline. I disagree with that. I don't think they got rid of that because they kind of touched upon it when she was at the museum working on it. They're like, Diana, where do you go? It's like you don't exist outside of here. Like you never go out. As soon as you leave work, you're not here. But don't don't forget. 1984 took place in 1984. This is supposed to take place in 2017. So over the course of those 20 or 30 years, maybe she was like, I, and she sees all these other superheroes coming out, like Superman and Batman, and she can be like, oh, I could have this alternate persona where people would respect me and won't be afraid of me, and I can help people, but then turn back and be Diana Prince when I want to. No, I, I, no, yeah, I actually, I think this movie does better at connecting with Wonder Woman 1984 because in Wonder Woman 1984, she basically recluced herself too. But then after Steve Trevor, you know, died, he was like, I want you to open up. And in this movie, by taking away that stuff that uh, Joss had like in fourth, like, oh, I don't want to be out there. Like it kind of, it fits better with her coming from 1984 where she's like, okay, I'm going to be more open in this movie, like, even though she's still like, I don't want to be out there, she's much more open than she was in 
Justice League. So it's kind of like it actually fits a little better with the theme of how 1984 ended. What I really want to talk about is how she fell down a giant cave and heels and those heels stayed together because she's wonder woman she's wonder woman she's got those bryce dallas howard heels from jurassic world but her heels are wonder heels she can fly she can fly so she probably when she jumped down she's like let me use a little bit of my flying power to not ruin my shoes i guess but she came down really expensive shoes she came down real hard on that i know come on (laughs) i know come on but can we go to the bank scene? Can we talk about the bank scene? What did you guys think of this bank scene? I thought it was so much better than the Justice League one. About? The very beginning where they introduced Wonder Woman. Oh, oh that's all oh, with the museum. Oh, is it a museum? museum? No, bank? it's a, it's like a bank. It's like it's a bank? her saving the kids. I don't know. Oh, okay. I thought it was a museum. Her saving the kids. Okay. No, it's Which, so I thought weird. it was a bank for some reason. The, but even though it was essentially the same, just the little extra things he added in, like the, I, I just loved it. I, I couldn't. And I like that they brought back that she has super speed, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, I also... I um, felt like everyone forgot about that. I also, I mean, I liked it. I still think her scene in the, I think it's the White House in 1984 is still one of my favorite ones. No, when she's scenes. running down... I thought it was when she's running down uh, Memorial no, no, Avenue. No, no, it's oh. in the White House where she does the thing with the, the lasso in her foot and she becomes like parallel. And she's fighting yeah, the guards. Yeah, I know what you're that, talking about. That's my favorite one. Uh, oh, 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 I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just like slow motion, and I'm like, oh, it's so good. And I like it, just looks so much better. And I love that they showed the brutality of it. It's like, no, yeah, she killed those bitches. <laughs> it wasn't that, like, oh, we're not sure what happens. Like, no, she killed those bitches. Like, can, really, like, they did. Can I, who, who, can I say, who did she kill? Like, the terrorists. She killed all of them. Yeah. But can I say something? No, but when I'm trying to think when she killed them. She, like, threw one up she against the wall. Against blood, against like, the wall. All over the and place. Blood splattered. Can I tell you something, though? And then she blew one up. <laughs> yeah. This movie was violent. But not too violent. But in a realistic way. Like, like, uh, okay, I was watching Falcon and Winter Soldier today, and like they would shoot people, and they would just be like, no blood. Like, this one, there was blood, but it wasn't like... But it's also, this one was rated R. No, it's rated R, because they say fuck, like, two or three times. No, and also, pro- I think they said for the violence. No, violence. But it, it's not like violent violent it's realistic violence like yes someone gets their head shoved up into a rock there's gonna be blood so 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 i i thought this is like this is like a perfect a perfect like you know realistic superhero movie i mean also if it shows you that like dc should be r for that because it doesn't need to be like oh my god it's so dark i'm depressed kind of dark it's like you can have humor in it because i mean like darkness has humor in it like but like it just it you can differentiate yourself from Marvel. Marvel has that more lightheartedness to it. This can have the more darkness to it, like we said before. And like, I think this showed very well that an R-rated DC movies can 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 work. And as as did um, Birds of Prey. It's just a very different, a very very different way. Yes, but, but Harley Quinn is is much more comical. That's what I'm saying. Very different way. And um, like, there's a level of grittiness that like the R rating that like this movie actually did really well with like it didn't overdo like oh yeah we're R so we're gonna drop f-bombs and do like super gory shit like like jimmy was saying it's like the perfect balance when it was warranted like, it was it was used and i thought that was perfect yeah. it's not like like deadpool where it's like every three seconds but that's deadpool like yeah. that's 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 the character like marvel has maybe a couple properties that they can use the R like blade and deadpool and some like one or two other things but I don't like. I think DC most of their movies could be rated R very easily, except for like Superman and Wonder Woman, like Batman. And Flash, yeah, yeah, Batman could be rated R. 
I think Cyborg could be rated R if they ever made that. Um, I feel like Green Lantern would be. I don't know if that would. You don't need the R. For no, that. I think more it depends Batman. on which Green Lantern. More Batman. It depends on which Green Lantern. His villains are. No, I agree. Batman needs to be. I think that's what's the um, what's that um that certain comic book uh writer Frank Miller right mm-hmm. his is very. Like uh, more violent, right? Yes. Yeah, like well, that's were... what Ben Affleck's Batman is based off of. Yeah, so that I mean makes sense for this, but I know you guys are gonna very agree with me, disagree with me on this one. But I, if I felt, I feel, I felt it for. I feel like Wonder Woman when she's not with. I think this had a vast improvement her role in this Zack Snyder's version than Josh Whedon's version. But I feel like when Wonder Woman's not, when it's not Gal Gadot and Patty Jenkins like collaborating, I feel like her. Her character isn't as amazing as it is when the two of them are together. I don't know what it is. I don't know. No, she, I, feel like I she, don't agree with that. No, I know. I feel like she's underutilized. Maybe because it's a group film, and that's why. But I feel like she's underutilized. And then, like, just the way she's presented in the movies with her and Patty Jenkins, and when she's not with Patty Jenkins, it just feels like it's different. Well, I can tell you right now. I mean, Zack Snyder respected Gal Gadot. No, yeah. In this film. You go watch Justice League, like, they literally zoom in on her ass when you she's meeting Bruce Wayne for the first time. I noticed that. <laughs> and people are like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, don't use her. Like, they used, they made her sexy, but they made her sexy in, like, a respectable way. You know what I mean? Let me just zoom in on her ass you while know? you're meeting Bruce Wayne. <laughs> like, you, don't, you, don't, you don't zoom in on Bruce's crotch as soon as you meet him. You know what made me, you know what made me laugh really hard? When they were, di- when they were in the graveyard... Diana's like head to toe, like fancy as fuck. Like I was like, who wears that to like bear to dig up a body? Diana Prince does. <laughs> but like the cop, I just was laughing because I was like, no, it makes sense because like she's very like she's lived a very long, very long life. She she has all the fashions and all that stuff. She knows all the like the knowledge of different cultures. And it's just like I was like, who like they're all wearing their hoods and like Aquaman like looks like kind of like kind of covering his face. She's just like, what makes her think like let me take this. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know how to describe, like, it was, like, this coat that was so, like, large and pointy, like, it came out at the end, and, like, with heels, I was just, like, interesting like choice. Yeah, I was, like, interesting choice, but I... It was, I, like, I, Doctor Strange's, Doctor Strange's cape. Yeah, I just had to point that out, because I was, like, that, that was, that was, it made me laugh. It, made, it, was, it, it tickled me. Yeah. I, just, I just remember when the Justice League movie came out, and, um, and that scene where, like it, like, it literally, like, the camera pans from her ass up to Bruce Lee. Cyborg. Yeah, oh, no, my no, no, it was when she like Bruce was getting off the plane or something. People oh, yeah, were like, "You've got to be fucking kidding me!" We just had Patty Jenkins, and we had none of that, and we get Joss Whedon, and that's all he does is use Wonder Woman like that. Like, it, like it's yeah. it's crazy how like Joss Whedon didn't understand Wonder Woman as a. Also, I rewatched that original. It makes version. no sense. I rewatched the original. No, ver- you know, oh, no, I rewatched the original version, and like the scene where he falls into her cleavage, like. I don't get it because, like, it doesn't look like they're near each other. And, like, in this version, he doesn't save her. He doesn't even try. Like, he realized, like, oh, she's not in danger. I just was trying to move out of the way. And I'm like, what made him think, you know what? Let's make Wonder Woman a damsel in distress because she's definitely, she can't take care of herself because she's not a fucking Amazonian. Like, I was like, I, I, I. Wonder Woman can probably, besides Superman, just beat everyone else up. Well, uh, she pretty she much probably they did in this movie. Second, she's probably she the second the strongest. Yeah, she was the person who led every battle yeah. and like the only one who could take on Steppenwolf besides like Aquaman when like Superman wasn't there. Well, that's why like, and the, she, she did all the heavy hitting. That's why her and like Aquaman were always like the battle people. He actually like they made Aquaman look like the damsel in distress. 
Really? Because she came over and like shielded him multiple times. I guess that's true. So I mean, in Justice League, they really made him like that. Yeah. So I mean, they, I just don't think Joss Whedon doesn't understand Wonder Woman. No, no, and I'm not saying Zack Snyder doesn't understand. And he was gonna make a Wonder Woman movie. And thank like, God he's not doing it. the Batgirl movie now. I just, like, I'm so confused because I'm just like, you made the character of Buffy Summers, my favorite television show in the world. And Buffy Summers is freaking nothing like this. So I'm just like so confused as to how he just treated Wonder Woman this way. The females like, in Buffy were, were kick-ass. Like, I, I don't understand what happened between after Buffy and between Justice League where he was just like, exactly. women need to be weak. Someone like, probably someone told yeah. him off. <laughs> Some woman probably told him off. He's like, or like well, fuck sh- you, showing man. all the skin. Because like in Buffy, like all of the women in Buffy... They stopped. They never showed skin. It was nothing. It's never about that. Like Buffy always was wearing pants and like a sweat, a sweater in, in California. And I'm also but, oh, sorry. And I'm okay. also. I'm, 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 I just wanted to say like I'm not saying Zack Snyder didn't treat her like respectfully. Like I think he did a good job with her. I just had that. Like I just feel like that was my feeling towards like what Patty Jenkins does and everyone else. That that. But moving on. Sorry. But yeah, again, you're talking about an ensemble film versus her own solo movie. So. No, and yeah, that but, was probably um, what it was. I did have one issue with Wonder Woman in this movie. What? And that was like, why did they have to use that score for her every single time she came on screen? I like, did they always have to score. do oh, But every time she came on screen, like, yes, that was every like time. Wonder Woman, it was like the Justice League Wonder Woman score. And then they're like, okay, now you can put in the Wonder Woman I, score. I, I actually, yeah, but I don't think it was necessary to do that every single time she came onto the screen. I, I actually thought, I actually love that score. I don't know why. Like, and I, and I was, I feel like, because it seemed like this story was like bringing her back to, I guess you're right in a way, like kind of showing her who she really is. I think this score was like, this movie really was about like her trying to like root her back to her Amazonian, like to Themyscira. And like, because they kept, it was, that was a very big theme in this movie. And I feel like the theme started in Themyscira and it continued with her. And I feel like it was necessary to her because like it just, it, it showed you, it like softened her in like a good way, but like while she was like doing some like kick ass stuff. I don't know. That I just really like the score. I see what you're talking about. I didn't hate the score. I just didn't understand why they had to play it every single time she showed up. Like literally, anytime you saw her show up and it was in a battle scene, it went straight to ah, and I'm like. Why every single time? I think that was like also, it's not necessary every single time. I think that's also. But I did like the fact that that they also for the Amazons like kind of they took the Wonder Woman theme, the do 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 yeah. do like you know like the theme that they made. I like it that they did take that and like applied it to the Amazons and like just did like a whole remix of it. No, and I feel like I they actually expanded. They gave her the Amazons a lot bigger part, and I also think what I said before, like how Zack Snyder really wanted to do like the mythology. I think that also the theme that theme that he put in that usually was with Wonder Woman, but it was with other, other times as well. I think that was just really solid, like solidified. Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. I, I, I feel like that's also, I got that feel because I wouldn't have gotten it unless I read like what his motivation for these movies were. And I, I feel like that to me actually solidified. It gave me like the Thor, the, the really good score in Thor that I liked when the mother dies. And like, Oh my God, that is, that score is beautiful. But that's in also the dark world. The only shining, the only, positive i know that movie. <laughs> and that gave me mythology as well so that's why i don't know i just that didn't bother me whatsoever this movie also explained 
the plot of Justice League. Oh, true. <laughs> because I, I had no idea, like, what the fuck was going on with the mother boxes. I was like, why are they trying to do this? Like, I, it just made no sense. Now, like, okay, there were three mother boxes. One went to the people in the sea. One went to the Amazonians. And one went to man. With man was just like, we're just going to bury this shit and just hope no one finds it. <laughs> finds it they weren't protecting it at all well jimmy no offense but they weren't gods that no, actually weren't. that's the thing they weren't the gods everyone's like the amazonians <laughs> that was also the last box they found though yeah the amazonians the have 24 7 like guards uh, i guess the atlantis one had guards around it and this one was like we're just gonna bury it and hope no one finds it and then the nazis found it so that wouldn't <laughs> have been good but the thing i i think um i also because i rewatched it and the beginning's terrible because it's one of those things where it's like those typical like a meet like a group movie where it's like this person's just you know this person's doing this this person's doing that this and it was just real disjointed and all of a sudden they're just like i'm here for mother boxes ah come get me i was like what's mother box also can we talk about how much better steppenwolf looks oh so much better (laughs) oh my god he and his storyline everything about steppenwolf made him so much better because i remember the first time when i saw a picture of justice league steppenwolf and i was like this is gonna this is this is bad this is really bad <laughs> it looked like a character from the cw show yeah it was not good and also they made him like because in the uh, in the theatrical version i was like he's just getting these mother boxes so quickly like it's not they're not even putting up a fight like because because the time the time there's no time to do yeah, it the amazonians that was like a yeah. 20 minute fight scene and they and, made it and they made it so much easier in the original he just was like like that whole that whole thing that the mother box was in didn't fall down it like he just kind of cut through the wall and was like, "I'm back again, see ya." It didn't like they actually let it breathe and like made it more like these fucking like people are powerful. Amazonians are like really yeah, powerful. You have like Hippolyta like yeah. doing that crazy shit, and then you had like the white like, he and he was like killing people. He was like, "Screw you, I'm just gonna like slice you in half." Yeah, I feel like this movie made every scene that I liked in the original one much better. Like the 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 early fight scene with like all the all the they all came together. The original uniters mm-hmm. when they were in the tunnel beneath Gotham Harbor, and they all jumped out of the Nightcrawler something or whatever you know the tunnel where they yeah. first meet Aquaman. When they all jumped out, I was like the music and the and the aesthetic they used. I'm actually like, I said out loud, I'm like, that's fucking cool. Like I'm I'm down with. Also, thank God they got rid of, like, how heavy they focused on the parademons in the original. Like, there was just that random opening scene with Batman and parademon and, like, the villain, like, the guy, the bad guy he was trying to catch. And then all of a sudden he's like, what was that? And then they had, like, a fucking conversation. I'm like, weren't you just trying to, like, throw him off a a building, like, five seconds before? I'm like, what is happening right now? I forgot about that. And I also also kind of liked in the very beginning with Superman when he died from Doomsday and beat Batman versus Superman. Oh, my God. That was... That was the opening to this movie was a hundred thousand times better than the theatrical version. I, I loved the opening. And I liked the fact that like Superman, like you knew he was like the all his villains were like, uh oh, like he's dead. Like we can go now. Like because that's how he's like, there's no Kryptonians left. Not just his villains, it's just like they knew pe- the other people from other planets. It was it was almost like he let out this like like you saw like the yeah, like that signal, that sound wave. That also, oh, that also woke them up. Yeah, because they said like that didn't cyborg. He was like when they were break. Yeah, like he was like it I didn't wake up. About. Yeah, it didn't wake up when I had it, and they my father made me, and like because Superman was still around, it woke up when you heard his last breath. Yeah, but then he died in space. I can't remember Batman versus Superman. No, he no. I thought he died with Doomsday. He died on in in that field. Oh, no, field I, I know what he's talking about. When uh, Superman uh, took Doomsday, like when they were shooting like this nuclear um, missile at Doomsday, and Superman brought Doomsday up there, it looked like he was dead, 
after the explosion, but it was really just like he was super hurt, and then the sun revived him. Okay, because like, he wasn't dead. Okay, because I like don't. That's my like least favorite um, DCE movie. So I like I don't remember. That. I watched it once and that was it. And like I don't remember that much of it. So that's why I was trying to like recollect my thoughts on um, the ending there. But jo- Zack Snyder does that. He always like starts his movie at the end of the last one, which is mm-hmm. fine with me. No, yeah, it's fine. I thought that worked very well in Batman vs Superman. Yeah, I thought that worked very well here. He did good making connecting the audience because the big thing about Justice League, the theatrical version, is that you and the audience couldn't connect to anything because you didn't feel like there were any stakes. Like how you said, oh, it was so easy for Steppenwolf to get the mother box from the Amazons. And then like in this one, you see like all those Amazons like sacrifice their lives to kill Steppenwolf or to stop him from getting the mother box. But obviously it didn't work. And it was just like, you just feel it more like the emotional, you feel the connection more because before it was just like, Oh, I got it. Bye, dudes. Like, there was a split second where I was like, wait, are they going to, like, kill Steppenwolf? Like, is Steppenwolf not going to get this mother box? And then I was like, no, because I know this movie. But, like, for a split second, I was he like... I mean, he could have done that. I, I mean, thought yeah. they were going to, like, defeat him. Because well, that's, that's that's how good that scene was. But the thing is, when they got the third one, in the theatrical one, the third one, he literally just... Where was the third one? The oh third my god, one, I remember that. The third one, they they awoke in Superman. They just onto the car. Yeah, and they came, and if you see it fly onto the car, yeah. they got rid of the whole... Scene where the doctors were evacuated. Yeah. So it was Ryan Choi in in the, in the no. In the no. Okay. They cut that whole part out. Nope. But like, so he just comes down. They're like over by the monument because they just fought Superman. Um, he, he just comes down, grabs it, goes back up, and I'm like, what? I was like, what? What? Excuse me? And then like, I remember this, that. I was so pissed about that. And then in this one, at least like, the the father takes it. At least and he then, sacrifices himself for it. And then they go to look like they're about to fight. Like that whole scene. Like I was like, why wouldn't you keep that scene in? Like the scene where they're in the lab and they're about to fight, like and him trying to get through the lab. I'm like, because he hates Ray Fisher. Before we get on to a different character, can I just ask another question with the Martian Manhunter scene where she, where Martian Manhunter's Diane Lane? Okay, one second. I'm going to step out of this because I think I was looking at my phone when that happened because Matt was like, you know, when Martian Manhunter was really, like, Diane Lane was really, I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, after you visited Amy Adams. I'm like, what do you, I don't remember that at all. I didn't, I was waiting for him and I didn't see him till the end of the movie. I was, I think, looking at my phone for, I was texting something on because we were moving into a new apartment, so I was dealing with something. So, so Jimmy will be muted during this conversation. I will be muted now. Bye, Jimmy. <laughs> um, no, so, like, when, like, because, uh, like, oh, um, also, so, yeah, when Diane Lane knocks on Amy Adams' door and, like, they have that conversation at the end, uh, he turns into Martian Man, turns into them back into um, the guy who's been in like eight, um, Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman, the military. Henry Lennox. Henry yeah. Lennox. Yes. Henry Lennox. Um, he, I don't understand what his motive was going to Lois, unless he knows something well, that we don't know. That, well, because in Batman vs Superman, him and Lois worked very closely with one another, so they developed, I guess, a friendship. So you know, he saw Lois hadn't been going to work, and he's like. You know, at the end of the movie, when you do see him, he's like, I've seen how much, like, he's seen, like, he's seen humanity's worth and, like, their capabilities. So they had a friendship. And when he realized that, you know, Lois wasn't going to work and she was, like, drowning in her grief, he wanted to be like, hey, get the fuck out. <laughs> so my problem is that I should, I, I have literally, like, wiped Batman vs. Superman out of my mind because I don't like it. So that was my problem. Well, that's because you need to watch the director's cut because there's more of them. Like, they have a lot more scenes together than in the in the theatrical version. You're not the first person to tell me that. I know. I just like, I just, I, I, it's, I'm, I'm not motivated to do that, but maybe I should just do it. Cause I seen how I saw what Zack Snyder is possible of when he actually is given the time. So maybe I will. I didn't realize that Lois <laughs> was pregnant in the nightmare comics, like that whole in injustice, injustice. I, I been you noticed there's, there's yeah. a pregnancy test. Yes. In her nightstand. And, yeah. and at the end when yeah. they, when they, Bruce brings the, the house back to them, she's carrying a bassinet in. 
Oh, is she? It says congratulations. You guys know that this actually is uh, also pertains to the original storyline that Zack Snyder wanted, but WB totally nixed, so they didn't actually film anything. So did you guys hear, read the, about how originally Lois and Bruce Wayne were supposed to ha- be in a relationship with one another while Superman was dead? Do you know that? I don't no. like that. I don't like that. Okay, so... This is what Zack Snyder's original, original version was. It's not included in the future storyboards because they told him, like, no, that's definitely not happening. But originally, Zack Snyder wanted Bruce Wayne and Lois to have a relationship while Superman was dead. But, you know, Bruce falls in love with Lois, but Lois is still, like, grieving and everything. So when Lois finds out that um, she's pregnant, she doesn't know who the father is. So she doesn't know whether or not it's, it's Bruce or um, Superman. So the scene in Batman versus Superman where Flash goes back and is like, I'm too early. Like, Lois is the key. You remember that scene? Yeah. When he's in. So in the third movie, which um, had this um, plot line remained in it, in the third movie, Batman says to Flash, the way that you'll get me to know that this is true is by saying this to me. So when Flash goes back, he's supposed to say something else to him too so that Batman knows like this isn't a joke, this isn't a dream, this is actual. He's supposed to tell him the baby is yours because Lois tells him that the baby is Clark's, but it's not. It's Batman's baby. Okay. And then in the third one, what? No, no, I just, I hate the storyline. Yeah, I don't like that so at all. Much. I know. And then in the third one, Batman is supposed to die regardless of the storyline or not. Batman's supposed to die in the last movie, which Zack Snyder has told everyone. And then oh, wait, who was their child, Batman. Is, oh, yeah. Batman, and their child is supposed to be the new Batman, regardless of whether it is actually his or Clark and and Lois's. So, so that's what it was supposed to be. But see, it also works you, for the injustice storyline, where it's like it's all about Lois, yeah. like because once Lois dies and the baby dies, Superman turns evil. He goes crazy. Yeah, it it, it doesn't matter. Like regardless of who's of the of this plot line, it's always going to be the same plot Lois line. Lois needs to die. That's what, I know, but like legit, that's what Zack Snyder wanted, and they were like, "Yeah, no, no one wants to see that romance." Warner I Brothers wanted a Batman the- Wonder Woman romance. Yes, what Warner Brothers made the right cho- what the one made the one <laughs> yeah. right choice. The one choice was not having Lois <laughs> and Bruce Wayne get together. I literally just said Zack Snyder is great with no interference, but maybe just a tiny bit of interference, just, just a little tiny. Bit. That was it, because well, because he wanted to give Bruce Wayne like a bigger like when he dies, because it was supposed to be he was supposed to give a speech to Alfred. Sorry, I went super deep diving into this. He was supposed to give a speech to Albert being like, you know, I never knew that I could have a life outside the Batcave, but this woman makes me think that I could have a life outside the Batcave. So if I do enough and then I'm done, I could have a new life. So that's kind of like what he was trying to get at with him. But I was just like, I'm really happy that they mixed this storyline because I just don't think it. It, it was good because Batman could get there without being in love with Lois Lane. Like, just that's introduce Catwoman. That's all you need. Just introduce Catwoman. Or keep it with Wonder Woman. Like or Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman and Batman. Wonder Woman and Batman have a romance in the Justice League animated series. Like they're always flirting with each other and they have a thing with each other. And it's like and it got teased through Batman versus Superman and it was even teased in this movie. So like, why the fuck would you throw Lois Lane in here? I do want to. I do want to talk about the Flash though. Did you like like the origin? Like, I mean, not origin, but like they add, they gave him a lot more. I feel like. I mean, they definitely gave. him I a mean, lot you more. introduced Iris. Just the like the. I don't even think she had a line. But they the the one. Yeah, I mean, she did. did when she she's did? driving a car, she's like, "We're supposed to work together. Come on." Oh yeah, she had like the one line. Um, I thought, did he get the job at the crime lab in the original? Yeah. Just yeah. 
you did they tell you that that he knows that it wasn't his father who killed his mother? The, but yeah, but he he always assumed that it was. Yeah. No, but they don't. They, they didn't mention reverse flash in this. There's no there's no origin story for Flash in either version. It's, it's more, just like yeah, you just they a kid who's super fast. They introduce Iris and they intro, they they show that he's not matured yet. It's almost like this is what makes him get his purpose in life. That's yeah, that's his origin quote unquote story in in this film. And once again, like I I, I liked what they did with him in this movie. Like at the very end, where he's like, "I'm worth it," and like that's when he really decides. Like I need like this. That's when he gets his like, "I'm I'm worth it" kind of speech at the end, where he's going back in time to save everyone. But yeah. I I will I will say that I did one of the few things I did like in the theatrical version. I did like his kind of like you save one person and that and like. That, and then you figure out from there. I did like that analogy in the original as well. So I was fine with either one, but I think that either one covered it. They covered the flash, why he should become a superhero, quote unquote, like why he should move towards that. I think in both versions they did decent, but what did you guys think? Uh, I don't think it was necessary in the theatrical version, It to be honest, when they're like, you save one person and you save another because he was just like saying, he's like, I don't know what to do generally. I just move people out of the way. And it's just like, but you're not really doing anything different. And I kind of liked in this version that it's like, he knows he kind of has a sort of mastery over his like speed. Like he knows like he can move quickly and like pretty much like flick someone and the impact will be like, uh, like deadly and stuff like that. Like, I just don't think it was necessary because it was like, he's clearly been saving people ever since he got his powers. So it's like for him to be like, what am I supposed to do? It's like, you do what you've been doing. Like you saved people in the clip from Batman versus Superman from like people who were robbing a shop and stuff. So it's like, why are you asking what to do all of a sudden? Wait, is the suicide cameo that he has before Zack Snyder? I mean, before the justice league. Yeah, I think. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. Then I forgot so, about that scene. Okay. Maybe you're right. Okay. I'm thinking this is like, you his, know? yeah, no, I, I actually agree with you. I forgot that scene. Cause I'm actually thinking like, this is like the first time you see him and he's still sort of like, new to the powers but you're i'm, I'm wrong on that yeah okay I, I i actually did think about it because i forgot i forget like because i haven't seen some of these movies in a while so i forget like the little things that bits and pieces they're all in so but yeah but other than that like i loved the flash like I, he felt so much more natural in this movie and it's just like the only thing i don't understand like this is just like a little thing it's not even a big thing like you know how he runs and there's lightning everywhere yeah like that goes crazy i'm just like Okay, so like basically, like everyone knows the flashes around when he's going around because there's fucking lightning everywhere. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know? That too. Like it's not like like even when he moves a little bit, like in the clip from Batman versus Superman when he's in the supermarket, like lightning goes crazy. I'm like, so it's like you know he's there though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you can't really see him. I guess that's his speed force around him. Like they're making it more like the speed force is around him. I guess that was like their goal. I don't know. I know, but you know what I'm talking about. Like, no, it's I like, agree okay, with you. you're super speed, but it's like every time you're going to do use your super speed, like it's going to, like all the lights are going to go crazy and there's going to be lightning everywhere. But I feel like I'm trying to think like out of all the people in this movie, I feel like he was the one that stayed. I'm not saying he didn't change in the on Zack Snyder. I feel like he's the one that stayed most like similar to the theatrical version. Not saying he didn't change at all, but like everyone else like changed significantly, but the flash kept as the more comedic um relief in this one because aquaman was a kind of comedic relief in the original one but they kind of darkened him up um wonder woman is completely like wonder woman they made better because they she wasn't just like a sex symbol um batman wasn't as funny he was darker superman had more of a story to it it wasn't just he kind of just like was like i'm here with a fake face hear me roar um 
and Cyborg was like the heart. And like, I feel like they took away that too. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? Like the flash kind of, yeah. Not saying he like didn't he was cha- pretty, like he was still kind of like the naive younger member. He was the yeah. baby of the group. So, yeah. and he kind of stayed that way, but I do like it better in this one that it's kind of like, he knew he had to step up. It wasn't like the other one. He's like, I don't know what to do. Like, you know, you guys have to teach me. It's just like, he's like, I have to step up. I know what to do. Like, it's like he came into, like you said, like I'm worth it. He's like, I'm the best. Like I'm a superhero. This is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And like, I, I just like that. We actually got to, like, he got to do everything. He got to run back in time and shit like that. Like it wasn't just him pushing a fucking truck out of a dome. Well, let's just, I mean, like that. that's another thing. The whole like end sequence, like I never understood why it was red. I still don't understand why the sky was red. Cause they had that little like cocoon thing on top of the red sky. I was just very confused on why they why did they even take that out though the whole end scene with him running around and going back in time is so fucking cool like why would you take that out to be like okay you're gonna go save the russian family Uh, because they have the russian family and so it didn't make any sense with the with the russian family i don't know why that's just josh i don't know it's stupid i don't know i feel like he has to put in like a non-character character if that makes sense so like i I was like you don't need you don't really need the family but they also spent a lot more time in russia in the older like the family could have been there and he pushed them out, but it's like, why did that have to be all he had to do? Like, why did you have to cut the whole time thing out? Because honestly, like the whole, the end part where he goes back in time, that was like one of the coolest visual things I've, I've seen in a while. No, yeah, it was a great scene. I, I did enjoy that movie, uh, that scene. I think cause like everything was changed at that point. Cause like I, I, everything, yeah, every, like, yeah, like Batman had a different role in this. I feel like Batman was role was totally different in the new one. Like he was more like, they were like, Batman, you kind of scale the tower, clear that out. Aquaman and Wonder Woman kind of fight Stephen Wolf because they're the only people that can really, like, that can actually, like, handle him. Um, well, at that time, they didn't know Superman was coming, but he came so much more cooler in this version than in the other one where he's like, you know what? I don't like, I like justice, not truth. I'm like, okay, shut up. That's oh a terrible line. <laughs> I was like, that's so cheesy. Stop with your fake face. I like, it's so much better that they showed Batman, like, in the Justice League one, like, even though they were focusing on Batman and Wonder Woman as kind of, like, the main leaders, the characters, I was like, I like in this movie, we actually got to see Batman actually fight, Mm because, like, my brother actually brought this up to me, he's like, in the Justice League one, he's like, you see Batman, like, maybe fight, like, one or two people, and, like, that's it, because they're like, oh, he doesn't have powers, and he's like, in this one, you got to see Batman fight and be brutal, and, like, he knows how to fight these these superpowered beings despite not having powers, and it's like, that's what makes Batman a badass, yeah. you know? And like, we didn't get that in the justice league one. Like, it's like when Superman, like, you know, knocked him over and he's like, Oh, I think I heard something. And like, in this one, it's just like, they, I love that. They actually explained that Alfred made gauntlets for him yeah. to absorb the the energy and dissipate it. Cause I'm like, thank you. Cause like so many movies don't explain like how that fucking happens. And it's like, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, of course Batman would have a suit. It's like, no, like, he has a suit that's going to, that knows to uh, absorb, like, alien energy. Like, come on. And I did like that they kind of gave him, like, he's this dark character in this darker movie. They gave him sort of, like, this hope that he, like, he was, he was, motiv- like, he thought that he was, like, we ha- we can do it. Like, I, I believe, like, we're I'm not putting this team together just for shits and gigs. Like, I think we can do it. And I, I kind of like that. I think he, I think he, it was very good as Ben Affleck too, as an actor, like kind of pulled off that hopeful Batman for a little bit of the movie, which I thought was, I thought was a nice change. 
that was great because I think that's what they were trying to do in the in the theatrical version, but it's like it came off a lot more sincere and warm in this movie. Yeah, this one, the theatrical one. The theatrical one, like it was more like it. His hope was more tied to like it wasn't even hope. It was like I'm desperate, but like it was more tied to like flirting with Diana, and I was just like, it was more like that's the only time that they showed him hope is when they were like weirdly like awkwardly flirting, and I was like. You know, like you can show, like he never showed it with any other character, which was, I was like, you, like even with Barry, like he was just like, he didn't show with Barry. Like he's the one that was like, kind of like, he's the one that's showing Barry, like at that, in that version, you can be a superhero, but like it didn't even come across as hopeful. It was just like, bitch, get away. Like I have to do some fighting. Like, yeah, he was like desperate in the theatrical one. Yeah. He was just like, I have to write this wrong. I have to write this wrong. And then this one is like, you, it's kind of like, no, he took Superman's death actually to heart and knows that like, you know, he has to have some hope and faith in people. They also got rid of the whole, they also, we forgot, we forgot to mention this in Wonder Woman part. Like they also got rid of her whole storyline saying like they shouldn't, they really shouldn't uh, wake him up. Cause in the, Oh my God. I actually, I like that so much better. That they, like, that, that they don't it, have it. Or they do have it. That they don't have it. Cause yeah. I was just like, it's them like looking, working as a team and looking at the bigger picture being like, yo, like, we cannot fucking beat this guy. We faced him twice already and we cannot beat him. We need Superman. No, I agree. And then, and then, and they, yeah. Yeah. And they had their little, like, the we shouldn't do this. The box. Yeah. And they had yeah. their kind of like, well, maybe we shouldn't do this. But and like, Cyborg's the one who says we shouldn't do this. Well, he says no. No, Aquaman too. Aquaman says it, but then um, he like puts his like hand into the Krypton ship and like he sees the first vision of a nightmare and he's like, no. Oh and Barry's like, I fucking go. love that. And Barry's like, go. And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but Diana and Bruce like, were like, no, he needs to, we need to, we need to risk it. Diana was more just kind of like, she understood we need him, but like, I don't know if she, she, they kind of like, they didn't make her like, we need him, like bring it, bring it, bring it, like cheering it on. But they didn't really, they didn't punch in the face with saying like, she should, like, we shouldn't do it. Hers was just more like, like, just do what we got to do. Cause I know we can't beat him, but she knew Stefan Wolf was like, she even said it the most powerful, like we can't, the most powerful creature she saw. Because now that they explained the story with Darkseid and everything, it's like the stakes were so much higher than they were in the theatrical version. So it's like for Wonder Woman, it's like, no, we like it took like three different fucking armies to defeat these people last time. Like we need all the help we can get. And that's Superman. Did I, did anyone else notice that uh, the the guy who the actor who plays Ares was in this movie yes, too? He was in the uh, the scene yeah. with Darkseid. Yeah, I well, I just well, they well because I was like surprised. We're like, oh, that wasn't in the original. I was like, this whole part was except no, for it him. Was it was just much shorter. It was like that. His but character Steppen was not Wolf. in it at all. No, but it's Steppenwolf. They're fighting. No, he was, but you didn't show his. They didn't show his face. They only showed him with the with the helmet on. Oh, I don't remember seeing him. At it's all. very quick. But yeah, so Batman. I think they did a really good job with Batman. Like pretty much every character was a complete and utter like improvement. Like Batman like felt warmer in this movie, despite still being like a dark character, like you said, with the hope. And I was like, I like that a lot. And it's just like, I like that we got to see more of the dynamic between him and Alfred too. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, they, 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 everyone's character like was, I mean, cause you have four hours now to tell the story. Everyone's characters was really flushed out and the story was flushed out. Like, well, like, this movie was like this movie is very is like light years better. I don't think it's the perfect movie. Like it still has its issues, but it's 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 like should go and show every studio saying really like let the creativeness work because obviously there's there's a reason to the madness and 
you can't just cut a movie in half and be like, eh, let's just redo half of it, keep a little bit here or there. It's, it's, I can't believe it. It just it blows my mind that they did that with now seeing this movie. There's really no parts of this movie where I'm just like, besides the Aquaman parts, but that's because there's an Aquaman solo movie that's different, where I'm just like, I don't actually understand why they did this, but it's like, no, because the four-hour length explained like everything that's like, I could follow it and I didn't have to question too much. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, in those movies where it's just like, you're questioning like, wait, how the fuck did this happen? Like, how did they do that? Like, even in some Avengers movies or Marvel movies where you're just like, how did that happen? Like, because this is a four hour runtime, I never really had to ask like, why is this happening? The only time I really had to do that was during the Atlantis scenes, but that's because it's such a different Atlantis than what we were given in the solo movie. Yeah. I mean, so it's just like, I mean, yeah, I feel like this movie and Avengers Endgame, it just, like, shows people, like, the good thing about these things. It shows that the two-hour construct of, like, a movie doesn't need to be traditional because, like, it just depends on how much time you need for your story because it's, like, don't make it two... If it's two hours and you don't have enough two-hour... If you don't if you only have an hour and a half content for a movie, don't stretch it out to two hours because then it gets bad. Or if you have too much, don't shorten it because then it gets bad. Like, having this, like, two-hour medium, I get it, the whole money thing with theaters, but, like... It just, it, it, I think the the more and more movies that come out, especially like Endgame and this, like it shows like we need, that needs to be like changed. But Zack Snyder said that, but that's why he was also like, he's like, I'm all for the theatrical experience and preserving the theatrical experience. He's like, but for the purposes of Justice League, HBO Max is the perfect platform because he was just like, honestly, I don't see why people would have too much problems with watching a four hour movie since binge culture is such a big thing now he's like people will watch an eight one out like a whole season that has eight episodes and those are an hour each like on netflix he's like and they'll watch that whole thing through in one day he's like so what's the difference in between watching a four-hour movie versus binging an eight episode season of something it's all about the pause the pause button like it's that's the big thing yeah He's like, I split this movie up into parts. So when people see part one, part two, they can pause the movie and go to the bathroom. So he's just like, I think HBO Max was the perfect medium for my movie to come out. He's like, but I'm still going to say that I want it to come out in theaters because he's like, I want it. He's like, I want people to see that shit in IMAX and everything. And I would love to see this movie in IMAX. Well, that's why it was had that four, three, that four by three, the, oh my God, the, the framing, the, the ratio. aspect ratio was four, four, three. Talk to us about that. Cause you, you've been a little silent. Now, now you're, your time to shine with aspect ratios. How did you feel about that? I mean, it doesn't bother me. Aspect ratios. Did you um, like them? It's like, did it, yeah, did it, it enhance, did, didn't enhance it? It didn't. Or did it just kind of was there? It just was there. I mean, you can tell that it was filmed for, it's, it's made for IMAX because the IMAX film cells are literally squares. Like the four by three ratio, you could. That's what it was for. That's what he made it for. I just didn't like that HBO had to put a disclaimer at the beginning yeah. to say like it's it's in four by three because people would people are already like freaking out. They're like, I don't want. I want to watch it on wide screen. I want the full screen. I'm like, okay, calm down. You watch. I mean, I doubt you're watching old movies, but old movies are four by three because that's the way they were filmed. Their theaters didn't have widescreen capabilities back then. There was just a square. So just deal with it. I think that's why the, I think I read an article that like the cinematographer said Zack Snyder wanted it because it's not done anymore. And he's like, it was done so much. Yeah, and, it, and people are like, the movie First Cow, like a, the indie films are made, made like that. First Cow was made like that. Oh really? Yeah. So like, I mean, there are still films made like that today. It, it's the way that that films, the way it, it it enhances the way it looks. And it's not like you were you weren't missing anything because he sh- he didn't shrink the picture down but he got what he wanted in that 
everything was more vertical than horizontal. Yeah, it wasn't like yeah. str- like I would yeah. have been very upset if if they had made it in if they had stretched it out to widescreen because then it looks disgusting when you take a four by three and make yeah. it sixteen by nine. It looks disgusting. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like, oh my god, like what's happening? Like I was like, I would have liked it either way. Like it didn't it didn't matter to me, but obviously he had a vision for it. So. I think it's just that's a general public thing. Like people like they're not used to like. It. They're not used to it, and it's just like that. Don't see like the aesthetic, like a pleasing of it. But it's just like you know, you didn't miss anything. Like I think that it's like what people need to understand. Like you didn't miss anything. Like that's the way it was filmed. Like it's not like oh, there's extra because when you change it to sixty nine, it's like no, like you're not missing anything from the frame. And I also want to say thank you to Zack Snyder and HBO Max for putting little dots of where each chapter was because like you really can watch it as a you can watch. Uh, three parts and then stop for a little bit, go back the next day and watch more three parts. If you really wanted to, there's nice pause moments. Like usually movies don't have that. Yeah. Like, they gave them the chance to make it a quote unquote mini series, technically within a four hour movie. Look, or like kind of like a uh, version. But now, I mean, we've talked about everyone. Do you hate Cyborg? Oh, Jimmy. Oh, no, because, Jimmy. No, because we did talk about him a little bit. So I, but I forgot we didn't. Or Ray Fisher. This was his possible last moment is cyborg and he's really good and i was like now i'm upset because like i want him more and he's supposed to be flash he hasn't done anything do you know that he hasn't done anything since justice league which is so sad because i was just like you know in the theatrical version i was like okay well he's he's barely in it so like i can't say he's a great actor and then i watch this one and i'm like he's actually like a good actor that kind of sucks well now. It, it makes sense because they probably just like if this all i mean Everything he's saying, if if it if it turns out, I mean, have they said it if it's true or not? Like they they're not they're saying it is, but like it's not. What uh, all the accusations they said? They said it's been dealt with. It's okay. been dealt with. That's pretty much it. They're pretty much doing like they're they're blacklisting him. Yeah. So because he's coming out with all these things, so I think that's why he's not really in anything. And I I, I mean I, I hope... know, but this is like his first thing ever. Like, have you looked at his filmography? No, I know. It's, this is one of his is... first things. I think this is his first thing ever. Mine just maybe like a one television show because batman vs superman is his first thing yeah and it's so sad because i'm just like he actually he did so well as cyborg like he was like he acted it very well and you just felt for him i'm just like his career is like at a standstill or just pretty much like in the dumps right now yeah unfortunately for the past four years it's i don't understand like how they could do how they could just cut all of cyborg's story out like his story was amazing yeah like i just I don't. I want to know what WB execs watched the raw footage of this movie and was just like, "This is unwatchable." Like, remember when we were like, when it first came out, people and they were like, WB execs were saying the original cut was unwatchable. I'm like, "Really? Yeah, it's unwatchable. This is great." Like, what are you guys doing? I think it's because an executive comes in with only money really on his mind or their mind, and they're like, "This is four hours. I can't." Well, you expect me to sit here four hours? Well, I want. Well, Zach Snyder said it would be two and a half hours. Yeah, don't release the four-hour cut. Um, No director ever, in in today's world, no director would ever release a four-hour cut. Yeah, but I think this... Unless you're Quentin Tarantino. Unless you're Quentin Tarantino. But what I'm saying is if you had to release this movie the way he wanted it to, it has to be at least three three hours. He said it was... He had it down to two and a half hours. Really? I I think that's almost cutting it too close to being like... No, well, he said two and a half hours would have been my theatrical cut. Like, he actually said that in an article today. Okay, I'm interested to see. Now I kind of want to see that version just to see, like, how, how if, it, if it's as fleshed out. But it's like, I don't know how you saw this movie and thought it was worse than what 
I mean, I know that they said later now, like they knew Whedon's cut was garbage, but it's just like, there really wasn't anything so terrible in this movie for you guys to just completely like rewrite the entire thing. That's what I was getting at. Like, yeah, but they had Justin, the director of the Avengers, one of the biggest movies of all times, direct finishing their film. Yeah, he also directed Age of Ultron, which is like one of the least favorite films of in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and apparently is the reason why he was such a dick on this this film shoot. Yeah, I feel according like- to Rick Fisher. I think his he got too big for his head. You make a movie like Avengers, and then all of a sudden, like the next one doesn't do well, and then you have this that doesn't do well. He probably like what did he ever make anything after the after um, jo- uh, Justice League? I don't think so. Because like I feel bad for those people too, because he probably took it out on all of them as well. Nothing he ever. I think a lot of his projects got dropped, and then like he just like I think he was signed on for the Batgirl movie, and then he like dropped. They dropped him out of that. It's just like yeah. I don't think. I've seen him do anything since after Justice League. Same, that's what I'm saying. I do wish, though, with the cyborg thing, I kind of wish they didn't show him that really, you know, that really quick scene where they're showing the mother boxes all blowing up? Mm-hmm. Kind of like, I kind of wish they kept his, like, I, I wish they just didn't show him, like, turning to the closet and then not show him for another, like, 20, 30 minutes. I wish they would have kind of kept him, like, like um, his, like, kind of, like, look as a, as a cyborg till later. But I guess we all know what he looks like already, so I guess to Zack Snyder it doesn't really matter. I guess maybe in his mind, but that was very nitpicky. It was yeah. like a. Do you actually? I feel like they say that the um, the Justice League version used only ten percent of Josh. We, I mean, of uh, Zack Snyder's thing. But like watching this, I feel like it. It might have been like a tiny bit more than ten percent because I feel like they said like twenty. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. Because I read somewhere that it was like he said they used less than ten, but I was gonna say like twenty seems more re- like more reasonable because they have the same shots. It's just used in a completely different way. Some of them, yeah. some parts. It's just like I, I like even with Josh Whedon, like again, I'm just like, did he? Is he having like? Was he having like another mental? Was he having a mental breakdown or something? Like, how did you? Why did you cut out so much? Like goodness, like why did you cut so much out? Why did you cut the it black? Just, like doesn't make sense. The black Superman suit out, like that was like on people when they posted. They said that, that online, was WB execs. They people said that was lost WB their execs. mind when they put that online. So I don't know why they cut that. I mean, WB. That I know. Stupid then. They said that execs told them, like Zack Snyder said, they were like, WB execs told them, they're like, no one wants to see Superman in a black suit. They want the colorful suit. And I'm just like, are you fucking serious? I was like, this is like, like Jeff Johns, you're supposed to be the head of DC. Like, you really don't think people want to see Superman in his black fucking suit? Like, are you kidding me? That's like one of his most iconic suits ever. And he looks so badass in it. And they said that that was part of like like, more of the story, like how he like gains back to the classic suit the colorful suit like that's part of the whole thing he was trying to do which i really want to see actually now i'm like ben affleck and all these people can just pull their money together and make a movie like they have the right they have the money have matt damon come <laughs> shell out some money he can write it ben affleck and matt damon i guess they can write together they're sure os- they're oscar winning writers like you know it's fine they have the means to make a sequel for him and i feel like i i want to see it that's that's all i gotta say but no but, can we please talk about the nightmare scene because we have yet to talk about the new stuff that they filmed for this film yeah so the nightmare scene <laughs> tell us tell us about it you want to talk about it so, so good you have whoever wrote the script of the nightmare scene is a fucking genius like you have uh, the dialogue oh my god the you, dialogue was so good you have, you have ben affleck Cyborg, Flash, Deathstroke, Mera, and the Joker all fighting to save the world. Who doesn't want to see that movie? I mean, they, well, my issue is that Harley Quinn's dead, so I don't want to see that movie. 
yeah, but, so, but they but, have a plan to reverse things. Like but they also they also kept they brought up that 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 the uh, Robin was murdered by the Joker. Well, it's technically yeah. Harley Quinn thanks to Suicide Squad, but like that that but the dialogue, oh. the scene they, like that like. We really, I don't, I mean, besides Dark Knight, but, like, with Ben Affleck, as like, you really haven't gotten, like, yeah, besides Dark Knight, you haven't gotten the Joker and Batman just conversing. Like, yeah. not, like, fighting and stuff like that, just, like, kind of, like, because he's so crazy that you sometimes just can't fight the Joker. You have to kind of, like, lean into what he's trying to do, and it's, like, him saying, like, if you ever kill me, here's the truth. So he's like, oh, I'm going to fucking kill you just uh, after we fix this. I, I'll get to that soon. And I feel like I'm going to get, like, you guys are going to get mad at me. But honestly, like, the entire dialogue between Joker and Batman in the nightmare scene, I thought was actually, like, almost even better than the entire Dark, the Dark Knight movie. Only no. because we have an established Joker and Batman relationship. Like, Joker and Batman in the Dark Knight we didn't really see them actually like interact that way. Like, cause it was like their first time meeting. So like watching them interact, like in the nightmare scene where it's like, we've been through a lot, buddy. It's just like, I just felt like I felt so much more of the animosity and the richness of like their, their relationship. Because like, I love the dark Knight. I think it's great, but like, that's the first time that they're supposed to have met. So they don't have that repertoire like you see in like Batman, the animated series. And like this one was just kind of like, this is Joker fucking Batman. This is Joker and Batman. And I like loved it so much. No, in that aspect, yes, it's great that like you ha- you can finally see that relationship with them. But at the same time, like I can't say that this scene is like better than the whole movie. Of it's not better than the entire movie, but I'm just saying like, it, this is the definition. This is the first time in live action. I've gotten a definition of the Batman Joker relationship. Oh, I thought you meant like, it wasn't like that. And that's, I think it was no, better no, than no, I, I didn't mean that. Okay. Then but I agree the, with def- you. the definition of the Batman Joker relationship was this one scene in the nightmare scene. Cause it's like, like I said, like in the dark Knight, Christian Bale and Heath Ledger's Joker, they don't have this relationship like at all. Cause it's the first time that they're meeting. And it's like to see the Joker get under Batman's skin, how fucking twisted he is and how fucked up their relationship is, is great. And when Ben and when Batfleck is just straight up like, and make no mistake, I will fucking kill you. I thought it was great. And also the only downside to watching the sequel is that I have to watch um, Amber Heard. That's the only problem. That's the only downside to watching the sequel. So, I mean, make the sequel, please. I, I will suffer through that to watch the you sequel. You never know. They might get Amelia Clark to take over her role. There is one, group, one issue I had with the nightmare scene. What? Why does Batman still have to use the voice thing in the nightmare scene? I'm like, everyone knows you're Bruce Wayne, but you don't need to use that. No one knows. And it's like, you're, but it's actually like, like when you think about it, it's like, you are still like fixing your shoot up enough to cover your voice in a fucking post-apocalyptic world where everyone knows who you are. I never understood. You know what I'm saying? I never understood why he had like the jet, like why he has like additional clothes on top of his suit. Then never he might be cold. Maybe. It's dusty there. I'm watching the movie and I'm like, okay, it's four hours. May I don't know where this new, I know it was just one scene and I'm waiting. I was like, okay, we have like a half hour left. I was like, I, where's Joker? I know the scene. Cause it's like, you can tell the difference in like, the look it's like a that's a the nightmare scene. it's a nightmare you know but it's the nightmare scene exactly but like what i'm saying is like i'm waiting i'm waiting i'm like okay we're getting to like end credit type things here i was like okay and i was like oh okay good finally i was like uh, we're here we're here okay uh, as soon as i saw the ship go over like the dark like brown sky i was like okay guys we're in the scene we're we're, we're here uh, sit back let's let's do with only like 10 seconds left let's 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 watch 
Were you guys a little disappointed? Like, just like when the first scene when you see like Batman, I'm just like, ooh, this is really bad. Like, I can tell it's a green screen. Like, it's like bad CGI. But I was just like, imagine if he was able to do this with like his full budget, even though he did have like 70 million. But I'm just like, I, I see the limitations of the budget. Well, that's the thing. I wanted to actually bring this up to you guys. Like, I thought the visual effects were great for some things. And then sometimes it felt like they were at the, we have to get this out by March 18th. Uh, we have about four days left type situation. Like I, like I saw the great they were able to do with it, but I don't know if that was already halfway done when he stopped working. And then the completely new stuff was not bad, but you can tell it was, you can tell, but that's also his style. So it was hard to really No, I agree with you. He didn't really do his Zack Snyder. Like he did over, like I was able to actually see what was going on. Like in Batman V Superman in that final scene, I had, I, I could not, it was just CGI. Too much explosion. Galore. But his look though is very uh, video gamey, and yes, at the that, end, that's slow motion. Yeah, <laughs> slow motion. Like the scene where they, I mean, it's a great scene. I will say this movie gave me the feels more than the Justice League, whatever the, the theatrical version. Like when they come out of the, like the, the the airplane, I was like, okay, whatever in the theatrical one. And then this one, I was like, oh, okay, with the music and all that. I actually, I think more. I'm more. I mean, yeah, like Kelly said, I'm more invested now. So I was like, ooh, cool scenes, cool moments. But I, it, it had a lot more. Visual, I mean, um, video game look to it, but like not amazing. Like Stephen Wolf looked amazing, but then some of the things with the big fight scene at the end didn't look like the best it could have been. But once again, it's nitpicky, like yeah. it's whatever. No, I agree with you. Like the scene where um, there's when Wonder Woman is like flipping over Steppenwolf or something, and it's like I'm just like that. I'm like she looks very cartoonish right now. Like she doesn't look like this was like where the limitations of their budget like definitely came in, and mm-hmm. like. Just like there was just like certain scenes where like you just knew it's like they didn't have the budget to go all out like with the CGI. Like this is the best they could do with what they were given, even though it's all so much better than Henry Cavill's disgusting non-mustache face. That's like I was uh, I was watching the original one. I was like, who? That was the opening. It was who? the opening being like, here's Henry Cavill with a fake upper lip. It's going to be great. They hire like a five-year-old to do it. Like who thought, yeah, this is the best we could do. It was, it was literally terrible. It, it was scary. It was actually scary. Cause it looked like they just like weirdly, I don't know what they did, but, um, it's terrible. So let's rate it. I will give it a 8.5. Kelly. I will give it a nine. I'll give it an eight. 8.5. Wait, wait, on our new soundboard, I can do something. Wait, let me get to it. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, I'm having too much fun on my soundboard. But um, are there any are there any last thoughts, anyone? Um, I want a Justice League 2, please. Same, please. But I feel like Warner Brothers, in their head, they're like, we're shitting on our own movie. So, like, I feel like they wanted to just be like, okay, shut up now, everyone. Please, like, you got it. Stop. They're not going to shut up. I hope you know that. This is just like, do you know the debate going on where they're just like, some people are just like, is this the right thing that studios should be doing, listening to their fans and then like not like having any control? Like, is this a fan made movie or is this a director made movie? And I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Like, this is a good movie. Like, I just don't, like, what do you guys could. What are you people talking about? This is very different, though. This is different from, like, fan servicing. Like, like we've talked about WandaVision. They didn't fan service. They did what they wanted to do. This was... He literally had a movie before... Like, this wasn't he, made for the fans. He had a movie. He had to leave. They brought in another director. He fucked the up the director movie. The director was like, I'm going to reshoot most of this. And that's it. And 
Zack Snyder had also teased most of the the big thing, like the black suit. I think he teased Iris. I think he teased a whole bunch of like dark side just a little bit, and then they're like, no, this is gonna be in the movie. So sorry. Uh, yeah, that I feel like those are two separate different like thoughts. Like you can say like I I feel like if he didn't have if he didn't only shoot he only shot one scene. If he would have shot half the movie again, I, maybe we have a different conversation. But this is like he shot all the movie before anyone even knew really what was in it before he started teasing it. And then he left, like Jimmy said, he left and then he wanted to come back and actually show his vision. And like, I, it's, you're giving him the, you're giving him the, and I probably, this is also cathartic for him too, because of all everything that happened to him, but like with his daughter and stuff. So like, this was probably like, he's following through his vision of, because if this is his last thing, this is his last of all the thing of all of his storytelling that he wanted to tell in the DC universe. So th- that's totally different. So I, Kelly, I'm I'm with you. Everyone should shut the fuck up who says that. I, all I have to say is that this was a really good movie. I think the WB really fucked up. And I actually, like, I think Zack Snyder listened to the criticism of Man of Steel. He listened and was like, okay, like, I do have to tweak some things. And it's like, now I feel bad because it's like, I feel like everyone should have trusted him for Justice League. I really do. If we would have trusted him 100%, we would have got Bruce Wayne and, and, and Lois Lane together. So I don't know if we should trust him 100%. Minus that. We should trust him 90%. <laughs> Let's trust Zack Snyder well, 90%. We still should have trusted him. We still should have trusted him and that he listened to the problems that happened with Batman versus Superman. After almost four years, we got this. So I, I, we saw it. We loved it. So I think that's a perfect place to end it. I'm so happy that we liked it. Like, I was like, oh my God, what if it really sucks? Like, if it really sucks, like, I'm just going to be so upset. And it's just like, no, now it's like, this is what a DC movie is supposed to be about, people. This is what separates the DC, EU, and the MCU. Let's see if people listen, because I'm not, I'm, I'm, my my bar is so low on that. Right now, my bar is high. It was low for Zack Zack Snyder Justice League. Now it's high. And it is low for if people are actually going to listen now to see if this is how a DC movie should be different and how a Marvel movie should be different. And they can both, everyone can love everything. Okay. Uh, we'll see you later. Bye. 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 Thanks so much for listening. You can hear us anywhere you listen to podcasts and we want to hear what you think. So leave us a review. Give us some likes on social media at Pop Poor Review. Click around www.poporreview.com. Become a member of our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash review for exclusive content and drink recipes. And one last thing before you go, make sure to check out the Titan Media Collective and Titan Cast Network. Enjoy the rest of your movie Monday. That was a Titan Cast episode.